Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Shabbat shalom. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. All right. Gather yourselves. Gather yourselves. Get in. It's all right. Take a second. Take a second. Wipe your face. <laughs> Get the chairs in order. Take a second. Ah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I told you what we need is a move of God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Supposed to have a move of God every time we come together. Supposed to have an experience like never before. There's nothing mundane about God. Mm. Man. Mm. Let me see where the oil is at. <laughs> Let me see what side got the oil on them today. Let me see. Let me, I don't know. Let, let me see who got the oil of joy today. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you wear it on your face. You wear it on your face. I'm sorry. God said he's going to shine his countenance upon you. Okay, God said he's going to do that. He said he's going to be gracious towards you. And he said he's going to leave you his shalom. Shabbat shalom. I mean, oh, come on, y'all. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. God is doing something in here. Oh, my goodness. We talk about relationships. And Friday, we had unity. And today, guess what we're talking about? Love. Don't teach it. Don't nobody know what I was going to teach. Don't nobody know. It's a progression when it comes to God. And if you miss Friday, guess what? They're all available. Video and audio. Okay. All right. Go to the channel. Go to YouTube. Type in Walker Ministry. You'll see us all right there. Last couple of weeks. Amen. Well, y'all got, got to go and do that now. We get ready to do an app. I'm going to need y'all to get the app. They're going to be free. We're getting the content up so you can really live and grow. All right? I just need some help. I'm getting some help, though. Get some help. Because I got to put them up. I'm the one that's editing them, doing all this stuff, me, and got to teach and do all, and got to care for you. That's a lot on me. Are y'all praying for me? Or are y'all fighting with each other behind the scenes? I should feel a lightness when I come in here. Amen? Most people just not used to the pastor being attached to the people. It, and the people should be attached. Should be attached to their pastor. I'm in a relationship. We're supposed to be connected. That is what defines that we're in a relationship. That we are connected. SoundCloud, the audio, if you can't watch it, the audio is on there. So you got no excuse. All right? And it's real important that you listen to the last couple of weeks. Well, really everything. Okay. 
it's all good. Oh, man. Oh, you are? Okay, that's all right. I know he has duty. He called and told me, or oh, he texted me, said he had duty. I'm like, that's right. Be responsible. Be accountable. I mean, we're supposed to be the congregation. We're supposed to be a family. You don't come to dinner, I want to know where you at. I done made a plate. Jesus said, I'm going to prepare a table. I got a plate for you. Don't you want to eat? I'm just saying. See, we, we grew up like that too. I'm just saying, this is what we're supposed to do. Don't get mad because somebody's trying to hold you accountable. Y'all know that. I'm, this is not the season to play. All right, I'm moving in. I just, this is not the season for demons to come in here and sit and be comfortable. Hello? Not the season. Thank you for your email. I didn't get to put the whole attention that I needed to, but you kept your word, so you're going to send it to me. And it was, it was, you had some stuff good. Thank you. I'm going to get into it. We're going to get into it. It's helping. Helping to get to hear it again, right? Faith comes by hearing. And y'all. This is why he's giving us stuff for you so you can hear it and you can grow. Because everybody's not hearing what you're hearing. Okay, see, got some people who really understand that. And maybe you'll put some value to what you hear. Yeah? And the work and labor that it takes to produce the word that you hear. I mean... This is what I do. This is what I do. I, it's like a parent. You can't never not just check out and not be a parent. You have a responsibility. I have a responsibility first to God. And you got to get keen on distractions. So a lot of times we can, we can come, but we don't. It's like we don't really want to show forth an effort to really, uh, I feel funny if I'm not at the gathering. Teacher's going to be out of town next week. Her and um, Minister Tashonda, they're going to be out doing work. So it's going to be, um, hmm? yeah, yeah, it's going to be out of town. But at least I know where they're going to be, and they're going to probably tune in so we can get this word's still going. Amen. Y'all know she. I mean, we, we just got to. Damn, I really want us to get this thing. I, I want us to really be delivered. You know, I asked the question on uh, Friday. I said, since Tuesday, has there been a profound change? I had a few people say yes, and some I'm not quite sure yet. But there should have been a profound. When you hear the word. It should be a profound change in your character, in your thinking, and how you interact with each other. I mean, there should be a constant realignment. Hello? I mean, if you want to be honest, if you don't want to be honest, then can't help you. But I got some scripture for you on that, too. It should be. You should never want to stay the same. 
should never. You should always be progressing. You should be progressive. You, you should be advancing in your love. Man. Hey, minister, can, can, um, can you get the, on my desk? Minister Brian knows what I'm talking about for my glasses, yeah. I don't need no distractions. <laughs> I need to be able to see everybody. Oh, man. So I'd like to ask the question again. Did you learn something since Friday? Yes, sir. Now, to say you learned, that means you have applied. Right. Well, to apply means that you have simply obeyed. Yes. That's how, well, how does this thing work? If you simply obey. Right. There's no other way. But you got to have a willing heart. Most of us, are, most of us, man, I don't want to be, man, to have an evil heart. Mm. I think I did teaching on evil heart too one time. Mm. Don't go back and revisit that, huh? <laughs> Got to do some checks. You know, a lot of times you want a fresh word, but we hadn't applied the old word to move on, to move on and you know, we get, don't become just revelation junkies with no application. As we, it was deep. It's so much. But the little basic things we miss and skip over because you want the deep things. Well, you can't do that because you have to build upon. Mm. Man. Love should be your foundation. And your motivation. Oh, man. That was the one of the keys on that. It was, I was telling y'all Friday. All right. It should be your motivation and your foundation. Should be love. Should be love. I mean, you can go in here. I got 12 pages that I labored over last night. Now, I don't know where he want us to go. It's a lot of information here for you. I told y'all on, you know, and that's another thing. We, we got to review because sometimes we forget. This is why I want to make sure that you are actually going to the sites and listening to what you are being taught. Stop listening to everybody else. Y'all know I'll just keep going there. I mean, don't you want to be free? I mean, don't you want to think right? I mean, it's nothing like just being in a room and it's just you and your thoughts and you are at peace. I mean, that's real peace. You just sit in the room. There's nobody in there. No, but you feel good. You're comfortable within your thoughts. I ain't got to cast nothing down right now. Man, the fortress is up. I mean, and, and to then go to sleep without worry. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you. you know. And you worry about all these things, you hear all these anxiety, you hear all these issues coming up. What's that? All right. Can she hear? All right, make sure, because we're working on making sure that when the mothers have to go in the back room, we'll have audio and video back there. No excuse. I'm going to cut. Every excuse for you not to grow. Hello? All right. 
trying to be a good pastor. Look, I'm trying to be a good pastor. I'm trying to show you that I care. You know, like I say, even if you don't, I'm still trying to show you that I care about your spiritual development. Mm, I have a responsibility. And I want to fulfill my responsibility. Yeah. I was thinking about what you said about you want to be a doctor. Uh, I kind of incorporate that a little bit in my teaching if I get to it today. What it takes. It's good. I mean, I just love how God brings people up to my spirit sometimes. Uh, reach out, though. Reach out to your pastor, but reach out in a good way. Okay? Reach out to help. Mm. All right. Review just a little thing. Just want to make sure y'all know this. You know, we talked about the family on Friday. I'm, I'm talking about husband and wives today because I told you the church is the family. You can't separate the family and the church. The church is the family. The family is the church. You can't separate the two. You can't go home and be one way, then come here, you're another way. You're a hypocrite. You're an actor. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, <laughs> I tell y'all a lot of times, if I ain't supposed to know something, I won't. But if I am, I will. And I do. Y'all just don't know. And I told you, I don't need nobody to come and tell me something Holy Spirit can reveal to me. What's going on? What you're doing? What you're not? You know, sometimes you're just not approachable. It's like you won't help, but you won't let yourself be approachable. And you need help. So I give you a little time. Let the whole cave in a little bit more on you. <laughs> Until you, you know, right when that hand is the last one, uh, okay, uh, come on. <laughs> when are we going to begin to function like the body of Christ, like we're supposed to? Well, to do that, we have to walk in love. Mm. I told y'all, a divided family is a divided church. Mm-hmm. I told you. I told you also, a divided church cannot defeat a united kingdom of Satan. You cannot defeat it. If we're divided, we can't defeat the kingdom of darkness. He's united. I told you, most of the time, either you are gathering or you're scattering. Right. You even le you either leading people to Christ. You either leading people to Christ. Right. Let's say it one more time. You're either leading people to Christ or turning them away. That's right. Which one are we doing? There's no neutrality. In God, I told you, there's no neutrality. There's no neutral zone that you can be in. You either for him or you are against him. You either believe or you don't. You're either faithful 
or you're not. You're either committed or you're not. You're either obedient or you're not. You're either loving or you're working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. And this is another one that gets me. I forgive, but I won't forget. How many of y'all said that? I forgive you. And I won't, but I don't forget. Jesus, God said, I forgive you and forget. Throw it in the sea of forgiveness for my own sake. So, so why can't you? All right. Don't fall to be a representative. Okay. Okay. Love. I'm going here. Let me see here. Oh, man, this is going to be, I'm going to need, I'm going to need the whole time on this one. Y'all let me, okay. <laughs> All right, I got an observation. So, the decision to accept Jesus, Yeshua, is one of the most important decisions that a human can ever make. Y'all, would y'all agree? The second greatest decision that a man or a woman can make is who to marry. That's the one. Wait a minute. Mm. Mm-mm. You forget who you are. Mm. <laughs> who want to get? Who's not married and want to get married? Raise your hand. Okay. All right. Okay, all right, okay. So other than salvation, this right here, you need to hear. This right here is the most important, other than your salvation, decision that you can ever make. It's who to marry. Well, do you need some right information then? Other than what you already have. Okay? All right. Okay. See, this is this is this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one because you know, this is the one that brings children into existence. Mm. Okay. All right. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> that decision that you make is more important than buying a house or a car. Mm-mm-mm. People do this all the time. They buy expensive houses. And the two of them can't even live in it. Mm-hmm. They buy houses, and but they find some reason they can't even live in it together. Y'all looking up? They buy expensive cars. I mean, just expensive cars. And they can't even speak to each other while they're in it. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. They, I, that one with the house, and that's supposed to be where they have that peace at. There's no peace in the house. My problem is, how come 
that don't bother you? How come you are comfortable in the chaos? Hmm? How come you're comfortable in the chaos? For real, y'all. Y'all don't, don't, don't accept no chaos in your house. Okay? You want to get married? Don't, don't accept no chaos in your house. Just make sure you're not the one that's causing the chaos. Okay? Because somebody don't see something. Okay. All right. All right. We put all this time and money in these material things. Mm-hmm. We put more in them than we do our marriage. Get in the line. I'm no respect the person, no. Uh, teacher. He's testing me. Cut your phones off, y'all. Cut your phones off, all right? Right. Can y'all imagine that was me and it was the other way around? She would get me. I'm all right. I'm all right. I can take it. That's the whole thing. I can take it. <laughs> I would need y'all to take some things. All right. <laughs> Just take the truth. That's the thing we won't want to take is the truth. You take the lie. But you won't take the truth. Mm -mm. Okay, okay, here we go. All right. All right. This is expository. Okay, hold, hold on. This is how I work. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Listen to this. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. These things are material things. Uh, we put more into it than our marriages. We simply do not value the covenant of marriage. If you're not married and you hear this, you're going to be prepared. Mm-mm-mm. mm Okay? All right. All right. We don't value the covenant. Okay? We think, or should I say, the things, mm, the thing that gets me is that we think these things make us happy. The enemy uses these things to divide us. Mm -hmm. Watch this. This is the question. So when a divorce or breakup or separation, this is the question. Who gets the things? Use it. To, I'm telling y'all, he's, he's, he uses these Things to manipulate you. Ah. Because that's where you put your value in. And not in the relationship. You put your value in the things. And you want your things. Okay. Oh. Does that sound good in the back too? Make sure. All right, I, they got this right up in here. I want to make sure y'all got that in the back. All right, listen closely. All right. <laughs> because that's where you put your value in things. 
it was really never about the relationship. You know why? Because you don't need things for a true relationship. Mm -hmm. You need love. God's love. Ah, question. Why do, why do these things last longer than your relationship? You know, you be gathering things, cars, and, you know, all kind of property, and all kind of stuff. But how come they last longer than your relationships? Hmm? Yeah, because you put value. You ascribe value. Who said that? <laughs> okay, Thompson. Woo! God is a revealer. Question, another question. What's this? I mean, to become a doctor, <laughs> you need to complete four years of undergrad schooling, right? With a degree. You got to have a degree. You spend four more years in medical school. Then you spend three to seven years in your residency, right? Training before you are eligible, or eligible for license. Don't come from me. hard up here. But you are eligible for a medical license. I got it. All right. Amen. All right. They know who I'm talking to. <laughs> Just to tell people, try this. Yeah, they're practicing. You're practicing. Try this. Let's try this. Let's see if this works. Now you did a lot. Yeah, yeah, almost, you know, that's like 16, 15 years of your life to get a license, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Try this. Mm -hmm. The state board is going to make sure that you are qualified. Yeah? Qualified. Officially recognized as being trained to perform a particular job. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Certified. They want to make sure you're certified before you give people information. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, if you go to the same government or state, they would give you a marriage license in about a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, watch this. <laughs> See, the medical, there's big money in the state and in your health. Right. Or should I say the lack of your health? Oh, yeah, that's it right there. You know, pharmaceutical. Pharma, uh, pharma, ah, y'all got to help me. Pharma, say it, pharmaceutical. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> pharmaceutical. I don't know what happened right there. Let me remind me. Go back here. There we go. We can delete that. Amen. I can do a word. I can do an overlay. A voiceover. Okay. Okay. Or should I say pharmacia? See, pharmacia is where you get the root word sorcery from. Mm -hmm. So when you're going to the pharmacy, you're going to the sorcerer. <laughs> All right, okay. All over, too. 
they just got different names, okay. Y'all know them, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. There's no money for the state if you're happy in your marriage. But oh, when you depress, oh, it's some money in that. Come and see me. I got something for you. Zoloff, I got, I got all this stuff. I got some pharmacia for you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Even when you get a driver's license, you have, to take, you have to take a test. You have to make sure that you can actually operate this vehicle to get your license. Yeah? No experience necessary. <sighs> for the most important choice that you need to make. No experience necessary. Hmm. Yeah. See how? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. <sighs> Most people are a victim of a broken heart. Most people are a victim of a broken heart. Some people marry because of that, and some people don't marry because of that. Either way, you're still a victim. Yeah? We were never designed to have our hearts broken. We were never designed. Mm -hmm. You were never designed... To have your heart broken. You were never designed to feel pain. Hurt. Neglect. Discomfort. You were never designed to feel these things. Mm. You were never designed to feel betrayal. Distrust. You weren't designed for that. Okay, that should mean a lot. We were designed to be in a constant state of being. Being what? Loved. See, somebody got it. We were designed to be in a constant state of being loved. Okay. I'm going to say it one more time. You were designed to be, you were not designed to have a broken heart. You were designed to always be in a state of constant love. Okay, all right. In the beginning with Adam and Eve, the garden. See, the garden symbolized a state of unbroken fellowship between God and man. That's what it symbolized. It's a lot of, it's ambiguous, a whole lot of more things too. But take that one today. You want me to say it again? Eden symbolized a state of unbroken fellowship between God and man. Eden translated in the Hebrew is, is Aden, uh, Aden, in the Hebrew, which is the garden of delight. also known as the Garden of God. 
God's presence, listen to this. God's presence is God's love. God's presence is God's love, Cindy. Remember the garden. He was placed there. He won't create it there. And God planted Eden. He planted the garden east in Eden and placed man there. Okay. In his presence. This is his design. This is your design. Okay. Uh, I know y'all know that song. Gotta get back to eat. All right. You do. Mm-hmm. This is what man is trying to do. It's to get back to his original state of being. This is why you want somebody to love you. It's innate. It's within man's nature. It's to be loved. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> He's trying to get back to his original state of being loved continually, forever, like he was designed to be. That's what the garden represents, God's delight. So when Adam sinned, he lost God's presence. Okay, hold on. Listen closely, okay? When Adam, Adam, Ish, when he sinned, he lost God's presence, which is God's, which is his love. I told you God's presence is his love. Listen, listen. Adam lost his love. Adam lost his love, his access to God. God's presence is his love. He lost his access to the presence of God, the original intent. Okay. which was the garden. This is why he could never enter back into the garden. His delight or his presence, which is his love. In his presence was all of God's provision. See, now you're going to have to till the land. Now you're going to have to work. Listen to this again. He lost his access. He lost his provision, his love. He lost his security. He lost his joy. Listen, love in his presence was God's provision, his security, his joy, his happiness. God's original intent for man. When Adam sinned, he lost his light, the way to God. 
See, this is why you keep hearing all these scriptures. I'm the path. Because he lost his way. Then he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. You'll see all kinds of scriptures about light unto your path, everything, you know, follow me. He's trying to get you back to the presence of God, your original state of being loved. Oh, man, y'all. He couldn't see the path to love anymore. He couldn't see the presence of God. <laughs> Minister, I need you to do something. Kind of side note. <laughs> okay. Go to Genesis 2.8. This is Genesis chapter 2 mm-hmm. and verse 8. Mm-hmm. And the Lord God planted a garden toward the east okay. in Eden, or delight. Mm-hmm. And there he put the man whom he had formed, framed, constituted. Put him there. Obviously, he won't there. Okay? Go to Genesis 324. Hold that scripture in your mind right there. Genesis chapter 3 at verse 24. Mm -hmm. So God drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden the cherubim and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep and guard. The way to the tree of life. The way. See, he's all in here. This is Jesus. He's everywhere. He is the way. So there was only one way in and one way out. The east. When he come back, he's coming to the east side of the temple mount. See, you got to get, you got to understand how it's going to happen. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to get you to see. I'm trying to put you on the right path. There you go. Thank you. Okay, okay. Go, go. Could it be that Jesus is the garden and everything in it, including the tree of life? Okay. Oh no. Go to go to John 14. Come on, John 14:6. Oh man. <laughs> Y'all got to understand what's happening here. Come on. John chapter 14 at verse 6. Jesus said to him, "I am the way and the truth and the life." life. No one comes to the Father except Except. by, through me. 
I'm just saying. The only way into the garden which is the presence of God is on the east. And Jesus just said, I am. Okay, y'all don't believe me. Okay, hold on. Okay, go to, go to Colossians. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Colossians. Go to Colossians. Go to Colossians. Go to Colossians 1.16. I'm building something. Colossians chapter 1 at verse 16. For it was in him that all things were created in heaven and on earth, things seen and things unseen. Whether thrones, dominions, rulers, or authorities, all things were created and exist through him by his service, intervention, and in and for him. him. I said, could it be that he's the garden and the tree? Go to Romans eleven thirty-six. 36. Come on. Come on. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Romans chapter 11 at verse 36. For from him uh -uh. and through him Here we go. and to him uh -huh. are all things. For all things originate with him and come from him. All things live through him. Uh. And all things center in and tend to consummate and to end in him. Uh, to him be glory, glory forever. Amen. So be it. Okay. Some people still don't believe. Go to John 1. Some people still don't believe. Let's work this thing. Go to John 1, 3, and 4. John chapter 1 at verse 3. Come on. All things were made and came into existence through him. And without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. Verse 4. In him was life. Oh. And the life was the light of men. Okay. It's called the tree of what? Life. life. Okay. Now we don't really this one. Go to Revelation. Let's, let's hit Revelation. Go to Revelation 22, 1 and 2. Let's see. Revelations chapter 22. This is a side one. note, y'all. Come on. Come on. Then he showed me the river whose waters give life, sparkling like crystal, flowing out from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Through the middle of the broadway of the city, mm -hmm. also on either side of the river, was the tree of life with its 12 varieties of fruit. Yielding each month its fresh crop. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing and the restoration of the nations. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's that tree again. Go to Revelation 2.7. There he was right there. Come on. Revelation chapter 2 at verse 7. Come on. He who is able to hear, let him listen to and give heed to what the Spirit says to the assemblies, the churches. To him who overcomes or is victorious, I will grant to eat of the fruit oh. 
of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Ah, I'm trying to tell you this, Jesus. He's everything. Go to Revelation 22. I'm going to make sure y'all got this before we move on. 22, 14, 15. Right in plain sight. Revelations chapter 22 at verse 14. Blessed, happy, and to be envied are those who cleanse their garments that they may have the authority and right to approach the tree of life. Ah! And to enter through the gates into the city. Oh. <laughs> come on, come on. They still don't believe. Proverbs 14, Proverbs 15. That's right. Proverbs 15, 4. Come on. Proverbs chapter 15 at He's verse 4. Everywhere. A gentle tongue with its healing power is a tree of life. life. But oh. willful contrariness in it breaks down the spirit. <laughs> Proverbs 11.30. Come on, Proverbs 11.30. Woo! <laughs> Proverbs chapter 11 at verse 30. The fruit of the uncompromisingly righteous is a tree of life. And he who is wise captures human lives. For God as a fisher of men. He that wins souls is wise. Come on. He gathers and receives them for eternity. Oh, good God. I'm trying to tell y'all. We got to get back to the presence of God. That's where your eternity and life eat of that tree. Come on, last one. Proverbs 13, 12. I know we could, man. I'm telling you. Come on. I'm trying to tell you. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. That's Jesus. I'm telling you, that's. Y'all got to get this, man. Woo. I just thought I want you to see Jesus, that he, who he is, that he everywhere. See, this will help our Jewish brothers who don't believe. See, you have to go to them in the Tanakh, in the Old Testament, and you can see Jesus everywhere. He's everywhere. Everything. The garden was him. The tree of life was him. The rivers that flowed out was him. Everything that was made visible and invisible were made by him. For him, through him, by him, all things consist. Good God Almighty. Tell me y'all don't see Jesus. Mm, okay. Okay. Back to the marriage. <laughs> Woo! I love that. Uh, question. Should you marry for love? <laughs> Can I take it to another level, don't it? Okay. True that. True that. You know why? Because I love cars. Don't mean I know how to repair them. 
I love cars. Don't mean I know how to work on them when something, you know, major go on. Don't mean I know. But I love them. So should I marry for love? I mean. <laughs> okay. Just because I love something doesn't mean I know how to repair it. Right? So my love of something doesn't fix things. Mm. Mm-hmm. So my love for things don't mean that things get fixed. Because I love you. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Just because I love to go to the beach don't mean I know how to swim. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's love water. Just because I love art don't mean I can draw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because I love someone don't mean that's the right one for me. Okay. All right. All right. So should you marry for love? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you with that one, too. Okay. So just because you love something don't mean that you know how to repair it. When something major goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Because you have feelings for someone who says nice things to you doesn't mean that they know how to treat you. Okay. Just because they buy you and take you out to dinner and they're nice to you don't mean they know how to treat you. Just because you spend a lot of time with them don't still mean they know how to treat you. Because once you say I do, everything changes. Mm. Everything. Every, it's just wonderful. When you say I do, everything changes. For some reason, now you begin to be able to see what you couldn't see. Somebody that got comfortable. Oh, Lord. I'm trying to help us out. I don't want y'all to make no mistake. You ain't married. I don't want you to make no mistake. You're going to be without excuse. Except you choose. All right. Here we go. Okay. You're welcome. All right. All right. Am I stepping on anybody's toes? Huh? Am I stepping on anybody's toes? Good. There's some more people need to have their hands up. Don't be lying. That's what it's designed to do. Make you stop and think. Feel the pain now, not later. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Mm-hmm. This is funny. I know a lot of married couples say they love each other, but they also want a divorce. I'm going to get a drink. Okay, okay. The pinky toe. All right. It's always that pinky toe. All right. Run up on my pinky toe. All right, here we go. All right. They say, I, they, say they love each other. I told you, my friend, he, 
He loved, but he, he, he getting a divorce. Okay, something wrong with this. Or, this is the other one. This seems to be the new thing now. Everybody got a side chick or a side man or whatever it is. But I love my wife. Or girlfriend. But I got somebody on the side. Okay. Porn can be the side chick too. Pornography can be the side chick too. You see some of the people's faces right now. Did you say Leviticus turned back to go back to? You didn't say that. All right. You said Mephibosheth. What did you say? All right. That's what y'all saying. Come on, Pastor. Come on. Come on. All right. Woo. Okay. All right. This is what we're saying. But he's saying, I still love you. Can't be God's love. This can't be the love that keeps us connected together. You can't love something Let me see this. You can love something and don't know how to do something. Or how to do it. You you could love, but you don't know how to. So it's not love that's the problem. The problem is your knowledge. I'm going to plow right on through. Okay? How to function in that thing. Hey, you're married now, but you don't know how to function in that thing. Bad program. Yeah, bad program. You need a new program. Okay? Love... <clears throat> Does not keep a marriage together. Ooh. Love does not keep a marriage together. Because if that was so, we wouldn't have any divorces. Mm-hmm. 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 Or wanting to get one. So love can't keep a marriage together. Because you're playing around with her and you watch watching porn. You, that's not love. You can't. It can't be. Okay. Okay. All right. You be right on down there. All right. Let's see here. Because if so, it wouldn't, we wouldn't have any divorced people, right? Here today. Including myself. Okay. I told y'all. I told y'all about me in 13 years. Mm -mm. Now, it couldn't have been love. I'm just honest enough to say that. Mm. It's a long time. <laughs> I was committed. I was committed to myself. Yes. I was selfish. Yes, I was committed to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I sure was. Oh, oh I'm the only one. Oh, it's just me. It's okay. It's okay. I can take it. As they say, I can take that hit. All right. 
right? I said include themselves because you know what? I said I do. Mm-hmm. That was my statement of love. So I thought. Because scripture says God loves never fails. Mm. It never fades out. It bears up under anything and everything that comes its way. Man, you sure can. Y'all hear that, right? All right. So it couldn't have been God's love. It had to be my love. Yeah. yeah. See, some of y'all married because of your love, not God's love. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. See, one thing about the word, see, when you hear the word, you can immediately change. If you receive it, you can immediately change. If you receive it. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Okay. It bears up on everything. Okay. All right. You know what? You say you're a lover, right? Mm. So something must have came up that was stronger and more powerful than my love. Whether it was infidelity, unfaithfulness, physical or verbal abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, neglect, finances. Something came up more powerful than that love that you had for that person. Because love never fails. God's love never fails. So something else must have came up more powerful than my love. Because his love bears up under every situation, every circumstance. Mm, see, I'm trying to let you know what kind of love you say you love. Okay, all right. So something must be more powerful than God's love. Nothing. There's no law against God's love. Okay. All right. Y'all might want to write this one down. Ones who are married and seek to be. A successful marriage is the result of applied knowledge of God and his character and his will for the covenant. I will. A successful marriage is the result of applied knowledge of God and his character and his will for the covenant. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got something, though. Here we go. Woo! Here we go. Y'all got that? I can sure do it. A successful marriage is a result of an applied knowledge, of applied knowledge of God and his character and his will for the covenant that you are about to enter. A lot of people get married to a man of God, a woman of God, but there's no character of God present in him or her. 
Y'all better stop calling God a lie. There's really no excuse for marriage, a covenant marriage, to be in disarray. I feel like taking like a moment of silence on that one. And let that sink in. Mm. This is good stuff, David. Good stuff. Amen. You can be in love with someone, and it doesn't mean it's the right one for you. Mm, mm, mm. This is going to be good. Go to Proverbs 4, 7. I'm going to get this one out today. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We'll talk about Mario. Go to Proverbs 4, 7. Proverbs chapter 4 at verse 7. The beginning of wisdom is. Oh, get, stop, stop right there. Stop right there. You see, you see that quotation, that mark right there? It says the beginning of wisdom is. You need to take a pause. Now you're getting ready to receive. Amen? Yeah. See, a lot of times we just read it. We just read it, but we don't allow it to digest. We don't allow it to take root into us. Yeah. Slow down. Listen to what he's saying right here. Okay? Go ahead. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom, skillful and godly wisdom. Mm. For skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing. And with all you have gotten, get understanding, discernment, comprehension, and interpretation. It said get wisdom. It didn't say get love. It said get wisdom before you go down this aisle. It didn't say get love. It said get wisdom first, skill. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. You need wisdom on what it is to be a man. You need wisdom on what it means to be a woman. You need wisdom before you become a husband, a wife. You need that first. You need to know what it's like to live with someone for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You need to have wisdom on that. Mm. No. I told you everything changed when you say, I do. Living together, just oh, everything's just fine. But when you say, I do, everything changes. Okay. Especially for the Christian. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Listen to this. You need wisdom. To be able to live with someone for the rest of your life. You have to study. Most of us are a product of divorce. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> Hold 
Come on. Most of us are product of the vine. No father in the home. No real example. Okay? And you can't build this on your emotions, your feelings, and your imagination. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I've done an assessment of my own. My marriage is based on my applied knowledge of the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. The word of God is what governs my life, not my will, not my choice. Okay, see? My marriage is based on my applied knowledge of the word. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church. Point blank. See, no fear of God. That is a command. But you know the one that you override? Because of your pride? That's the only way you can override it. With your pride. Okay. I said my marriage is based on the my applied. My applied knowledge of that scripture. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Not with my, listen. Not my love or my feelings or my emotions. I deal with it according to knowledge that my God has given me through his word. See, this is why I don't need a counselor. Because He's given me how to respond to this situation by his word. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. He didn't love it with infidelity. He didn't love it with selfishness. He definitely didn't love it with pride. See, but you misunderstand the relationship, the mystery between husband and wife, Christ and the church. You forget. This is it. He said, first, you had to get understanding. Listen to this, teacher. This is like my, my, my white paper right here on my marriage. My manifesto right here for my marriage. Listen closely. Watch this, Tony. I have understanding, which is comprehension the ability to process her thoughts and integrate them with my thoughts and the knowledge that I have already acquired through experiencing of her past present and future Let me say it again. Okay. I'm going to say it. I have understanding. He said, with all that getting, get in understanding. 
I have understanding, which is comprehension. The ability to process her thoughts and integrate them with my thoughts. This is why we have conflict in our, in our marriages and arguments. This is, why we, this is why we have disagreements like this that lead to adultery, fornication, all these things. Okay. I'm going to start it again. I have understanding, which is comprehension. The ability to process her thoughts and integrate them with my thoughts. And the knowledge that I have acquired already through experiences of her past, present, and future. In layman's term, in layman's term, I simply agree. How can two walk together except they agree? Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all is not ready. I don't think I got the right response. I had to break it in layman's terms. I had to break it down. I deal with her according to my knowledge of the word of God. I'm able to take her thoughts and process them and integrate them with my thoughts. See, it's not, oh, I'm right and you're wrong. It's not that. I take her thoughts and I integrate them in with my thoughts because I base it on the experience that I have acquired from her past, present, and future. I simply agree. I simply agree. This is why uh, relationships and marriages don't work, because there's no agreement. I need to have wisdom and knowledge on how to manage, listen, her emotions. See, this is what men, this is why you mess up all the time, because you're too much into your emotions. And you're not supposed to be. I'm going to get to that if I can. You need, I need to have wisdom, knowledge on how to manage her emotions, her anger, her silence, her disappointments. God, dog. I need to have knowledge on that. She's the church. And my job is to love her as Christ loved the church. Good God. Who said say that again? Okay. Don't stop the flow. Let's get this thing flowing. Because it's going to be some healing and some marriages. And the ones who want to get married, you're going to be prepared. How can two walk together except they agree? This is what the two, this is why you're not walking together, because you don't agree. You haven't comprehended. You have no comprehension. You, it, it's the process. Listen, the process. I have the ability to process her thoughts, what she says, and not get upset and angry and all these things. I have the ability. I'm the head. I have the ability, listen, to integrate, to make one with my thoughts. 
I have knowledge of her. I have experience of her, of her past, her present, and her future. I simply agree. See, you want to be right. I have to be equipped. Chef, you have to be equipped for that woman. You have to be equipped. You can't be into you. You have to be equipped. You have to love her like Christ loved the church. Willing to lay your life. Ain't no man. Y'all ain't ready to do that. My thoughts, listen to this. And this is what happens with that. My thoughts have to be just like Christ toward her. Y'all just read the scriptures and there's no application. My thoughts have to be just like Christ's thoughts toward her. She is the church. That's how I'm to love her. Husbands, love your wives. I'm trying. I need it. it your house would be changed immediately. It would be immediately. Amen. I need to say it slower. My thoughts for her have to be just like Christ's thoughts for the church. You can't be like fussing at her. You can't be mad at her. You can't. That's not the thoughts that Christ had toward the church. My thoughts have to be like his toward the church. See, this is what will draw the unbelievers, your marriage, I told you, it's designed to destroy the works of the enemy, how you behave. Okay, all right, all right. Oh, this ain't even the tip of the iceberg. Okay, here we go. Go to Ephesians. No, 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 we, we got custom, I got custom a little time, okay. No marriage is beyond repair. No marriage is beyond repair. People just don't know how to fix it. Or they're just tired of trying to fix it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> Go to Hosea. Go to Hosea. <laughs> Come on, go to Hosea 4 6. Ah, oh, I'm gonna help y'all. Y'all gotta get me, y'all gotta get me. Do this thing, man. Let me break birth. I'm birthing this thing today. Y'all gotta let me carry this thing. My water broke. Come on. I just gotta get it. I gotta get it. Come on. <laughs> y'all gotta let me. Y'all gotta work with me today. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. All right. Hosea 4 6. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hosea chapter 4 at verse Woo! 6. Okay. All right. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Mm. Because you, the priestly nation, have rejected knowledge. I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me, seeing you have forgotten the law of your God. 
I will also forget your children. Okay. Listen to this. You have rejected knowledge. Well, you only can reject knowledge by making a choice. You choose. You choose to be in the state that you are in. In your marriage. You choose. You let. You reject knowledge. This is what he's telling them. You cannot reject something that was not available to you. Mm. See, you would be without excuse. You would be without excuse. Hello. Mm. You cannot reject something that you was not that was not available to you. You have the truth, but you can reject it. Mm-hmm. We do it all the time. So if you haven't applied all of these teachings to your life, you are rejecting the knowledge that is available to you to change your situation. Because this came from God. Via Pastor Rod. So you probably reject me. See, people say one thing, but you can't stop what's in here. I'm going to love you anyway. Okay. I'm commanded to love. And so are you. Okay. Ah. Okay. Listen to this. You choose to stay ignorant. Sitting right here. You choose to stay ignorant. You choose. Ignorant means what? Lacking knowledge or awareness in general. No excuse. Hosea 4, 6, God is saying, I can't help you with what you don't want, but what you don't know. Let me put it that way. God is saying, I can't help you with what you don't know. He's saying, I can't help you with what you don't know. Lack of knowledge. You rejected knowledge. The how to. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, y'all know this go with tithing too. Okay. It'd be a shame. Yeah, so soon as you mention that, it droop, drop right on down. You know why? Because that's where your treasure is. And you want to protect it. And you can't help it to show it on your countenance. Back to the scripture. It's the real deal. It's the real deal. Listen to this. I can't help you with what you don't know. He said, you can't be a priest to me. Ain't that what it says? Priest means you can't be my representative. 
You can't represent me. Who you represent? You can't go tell people you know me and you're ignorant of my knowledge. That's what he's saying. Then he says, I will forget your children. Ignorance is generational. Ignorance is generational. What you don't know is transferred to you and your children. It's transferred to your children. Read a book. What you don't know can be transferred to your children. But what you do know can as well. So if you can't stay married, be careful. Your children will have the same issues that you had. Yeah, we've seen it. Don't have to be all of them. Could be one of two sprinkled about. Okay. Yeah. We're going to bring this. Here we go. Can I finish? All right. God love, of course, is agape love. Y'all know that. This is the kind of love that forgives a person who commits adultery on you. Mm-hmm. You can't get back with the person who breaks trust with you with phileo or eros love. Eros love is the problem. Sensual. So you can't get back. See, a lot of married couples, see, this is, they can't. When infidelity is there, they can't get back because they're not operating in agape love. They're operating in eros or phileo, brotherly. Okay. Hmm. We have to do what God did. Even while we were yet sinners, he died for us. Oh, what the love. What the love is that? What kind of love is that? Hmm. The agape love ignores all the rebellion. I'm going to say it again. That agape love ignores all of the rebellion. That's a problem. But that agape love is in every believer. Mm -hmm. It's not in the world. It's in the believer. The agape love is in the believer. It's not in the world. Mm. See, you you find out who's operating through you. See, because we don't understand it, It's tough to do it because you don't understand the copy love. For some reason, you just shift right back into phileo or eros. Only a copy love makes a relationship permanent. And that's supposed to be in you. Let you argue and bitter and fight and sell. Only a copy love. Makes a relationship permanent. 
God promises of marriage is permanent until death do us part. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Without God's love, everything else fails. Okay, here we go. Love is not an emotion. Mm -hmm. Emotions are actually chemical. Mm -hmm. When you feel for someone, that is an emotional, that is a chemical reaction. Mm -hmm. The problem with chemicals, they change every five seconds. No, for real. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The chemicals are never stable. Person up one minute, down one minute, next minute. See, chemical imbalance. All right. When you see someone, you know, with your eye gate, you see their hips, their lips. They're six-pack. You get the point. A sensation starts to register in your brain. And a chemical reaction starts. Now, that chemical reaction is called adrenaline. Mm -hmm. It kicks in. And all of these enzymes start reacting. And you become excited. Oh, girl, here you go. Told you gonna be here at that time. Mm-hmm. He coming. He coming. You get excited. It's chemical reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that excitement you feel is adrenaline, not love. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. But you interpret it, that feeling, as love. No, that's a chemical reaction. Because that adrenaline rush is only temporary. It's going to come again. As soon as you look again at someone else. Protect your eye gate and your ear gate. Uh-huh. This is how a person commits adultery. This is why people, this is why people watch porn. It's the adrenaline rush. It's the release of adrenaline. And it's addictive. You know, adrenaline junkies jumping off building and everything. It works the same thing with the physical. You're hooked. You're, you love the adrenaline release. That's why you watch. That's why you look, because of the chemical reaction. You're not in love with that person you're watching. But you love to watch. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's just an adrenaline craze. And these are the works of the flesh. All right, see now, now you know who you're operating through and who you're operating 
through who you yield to operates through you. If you yield to the spirit of evil, he don't operate you. But if you yield to the spirit, Ruach HaKadosh, he going to operate through you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who are you yielding to? Okay. Love is not an emotion. Love is simply a choice. You must choose to love. You must choose to love. You, you choose to love. Love is the understanding of the value of another thing. Okay? Love is the understanding of the value of another thing. Watch this. When you love something, you put a certain amount of endearment on it. Mm -hmm. The more you value something, or the more value or valuable something is to you, the more you want to treat it nicely. Y'all know how y'all do. Y'all worship your cars. Well, put the thing that you do worship, that thing that you do value, because it can't be your marriage. That's why we're teaching this right now. That's why we're teaching this right now. Okay? All right? That's why we're teaching it right now. You got something that you value more because it shows. Okay. All right. All right. Love is really a response to understanding value. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Y'all want to hear that one again? Okay. Love is really a a response to understanding value. Okay? Here we go. We don't understand the value God put on us. That's how a woman can be a prostitute. That's how a man can be a whoremonger. I ain't going to just leave the women out there. Value is the amount you are willing to pay for something. So when you pay for something, that's the value you give it. You know, buy them shoes, that's the value you put on it. You, ain't gonna, you can't barter, bargain, that's the, you pay for it. That's the value you pay for those $200 shoes. You put value to it. Almost there. Here's the question. What did God pay to get you? Mm. He paid his own image On the cross. Which means that God placed himself, his value, on you. 
Boom. Mmm. You, Brandy, are worth God. DJ, you are worth God. Ashley, you are worth God. Aaron, you are worth God. Man, okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Hmm. That's how he measured value. What price, this is the question, what price are you willing to pay? Just look at your marriage, look at your covenant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look at it. Take a good long look. What price are you willing to pay? God loved us so much, he gave up himself. What kind of value is that? Mm, mm, mm. Just how we can treat each other like we treat, because you don't put value to my friendship. Okay, almost finished, DJ. Hold on. Out of all the men that teach you, <laughs> out of all the men that wanted teacher, <laughs> and it was a whole lot. Y'all don't know my struggle. <laughs> and we was getting together. I had to finish. <laughs> Out of all the men that wanted teacher, Melvin, she gave herself up for me. Oh, woo! They still out there. But she's like, I'm married. I've given myself to him. She values, that's why she can't do it, because she values what we have. Okay. Oh. Man. She gave herself up for me. Mm. And only me until she dies. That's God's plan for marriage. Okay, it was her choice. It was her choice. Love is a choice. Okay. Okay, men. Mm-hmm. Somebody has some basil, right? Right? Okay, men. <laughs> this woman, you claim that you love. What have you counseled? <laughs> For her in your life. 
I'm coming right on up in there. Open the door. I'm going to kick it down. I'm going to kick it down. I said, men, this woman you claim to love, what have you counseled for her in your life? What thing have you sacrificed given up for her? It would have to be. Mm. Mm, that word right there just do something to me. Did you counsel all the other women? I'm talking about natural and virtual. Because we have a lot of virtual affairs. Mm-hmm, 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 okay. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to back up on this one. All right. Did you counsel all other women <laughs> for your wife? Even your mother. Because if you put if you put more value on her than your wife, you're wrong. Your wife is supposed to be the most valuable. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. then your wife is not the most valuable. You didn't put any value to your wife then if your mama is, is more valuable. You didn't put any value to your wife. You put lower value to your wife than your mother. That's exactly right. That's right. You know what? Since y'all want to go there, let's go there. Go to Genesis. Make sure you handle all this. Go to the book. Go to Genesis 2.24. Answer that spirit. Answer that spirit. All right. Amplify. Blow it up. All right. Then I'm going to finish right here, teacher. All right. Read it. Genesis chapter 2 at verse 24. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall become united and cleave to his wife. And they shall become one flesh. It didn't say cleave to your mama. Matter of fact, she's supposed to be happy and joyful that it's her time. I've trained you well. I've shown you how to treat a woman because your father knows how to treat a woman. I've been that example. Now cleave to your wife. Stop getting on my breast. Get away. Time for you to grow up. Time for you to grow up. That's what it is. See, y'all have the enemy think he's coming against his mom. That's not it. She's done her job. It's time for him to have his own family. Amen. Woo! Y'all stop having these young boys all up on you. 
I know you love your sons and all, but it's time to break. You got to break. You got to wean them off you. Let them be a man. Stop cuddling them all the time. Let them scrape his knee. Let him know what it's like to stand up on his own. Bunch of cuddling of. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. See, your love is going to be misdirected. And then when it's time for him to leave, he's 42 years at home. You know, you can love your child wrong. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm just going to. Can I just be myself? That's what's wrong with a lot of us. Time to get off the nipple. I'm not laughing and I ain't playing. We're supposed to be building men. All right. This is the last thing. I'm gonna help. This is for friends and marriages. Okay? Love is a decision to commit to meet another person's need for the rest of their life. Without exemption. Excuse me. Without expectation. Okay, I'm going to read it again. Love is a decision to commit to meet another person's needs for the rest of their life without exception. I'm talking about a friend now. Friend and I'm talking about a friend and husband and wife. Because you said you love them. Love is a decision to commit to meet the needs of another person. I told y'all, y'all said y'all friend. I'm going to find out. <laughs> Listen to the words, and I'm going to end right here. Love is a decision to commit to meet another person's needs for the rest of their life without expectation, without expecting something in return. I didn't get to go to the scriptures. God commands us to love. There's so many that God commands us. He commands us. And if you, mm -mm, the way you know you love him is how you love each other. Amen. We're saying a lot of things. You know, we're doing a lot of clapping and we're doing a lot of, you know, say that. But faith is dead without works. And we need some works. That show forth your faith. Amen? Amen. I hope the word of God has found you. Amen. Set you free. Because that's what it's designed to do. Hey, teacher.
thank you. You let me, you let me get it all out. Amen. <laughs> well, come on over here with me. <laughs> the Bible says, adapt your 